Hi there, and welcome to episode three of When in Spain. I'm Paul Birch, and I'm talking to you uh, today. As you can probably hear, I'm surrounded by uh, a large procession of drums and music. Um, and that's because I'm at the Feria de San Isidro in Madrid, Madrid's uh, annual festival or fair. And, well, what is a, a Spanish feria? For those of you who might not know, there are absolutely tons of them around Spain. They happen every year. Every village, town, city seems to have one. Um, they normally take place between spring and autumn. And, well, it's a big old knees-up, really. It's a celebration steeped in local traditions, food, music, and culture in general, really. Uh, feria usually lasts about a week, a week-long party. People take to the streets. Uh, people set up outdoor tents, serving food, drinks. There's lots of music, dancing, people walking around in their local traditional clothes or dresses. And it's great fun. They're absolutely uh, amazing, really. If you've never been to one uh, before in Spain, I, I really recommend it. It gives you a really good insight and flavor of uh, very sort of deep traditional Spanish culture. Um, you may have heard of some of them. The famous ones that happen around Spain usually take place actually in Andalusia, in the south of Spain. They seem to have the sort of reputation for the most uh, famous raucous festivals and fairs. Um, Seville being one of the largest. Cordoba, Cadiz, Malaga all have very traditional ferias. Pamplona, which is probably one of the most well-known ferries outside of Spain because of the bull running through the streets of Pamplona. The ferry is called San Fermín and you may have seen images or uh, news footage of crazy people chasing or being chased by bulls running through narrow streets. Uh, so that's quite a famous one. And another one uh, which you may have heard of is in Valencia called Las Fallas. Um, this is where during the year the town build huge great big paper mache sculptures and the culmination of the Las Fallas Feria in Valencia is they burn them all to the ground and there's also absolutely tons of fireworks, loud explosions, pyromania gone crazy. So there are many many ferias all around Spain but anyway uh, today I'm here to talk to you about Madrid's uh, feria, Feria de San Isidro. So where I'm uh, talking to you from at the moment is one of the most famous locations uh, really around the city uh, because there are various and I will take us around some of them during the podcast. But where I am at the moment is a, a small uh, square, well really a park, very close to the Royal Palace and the Almudena Cathedral and it's called El Jardín de las Vistillas. There are lots of people congregated here, sitting around drinking, of course. What I can see at the moment, as you can probably hear, is a, is a procession of uh, men and women of lots of all different ages, all dressed in traditional attire, uh, which is called 
chulapa or chulapo. And yeah, they're, they're really quite impressive. The gentlemen uh, are all dressed in very smart black jackets, gray waistcoats, uh, white shirts, and wearing a uh, light gray flat cap. And the women are wearing uh, quite frilly dresses in different colors, mostly sort of shades of pastel, green, and white. Some of them in brighter colors, red. And they're all wearing their sort of floor-length uh, dresses uh, with lots of lace and frills. And they're all wearing uh, headdresses, really, headscarves, uh, quite, quite uh, frilly headscarves. And, of course, in their hair, they are wearing um, red carnations, as two other men in their lapels. So it's a sea of uh, red, white, black... And as they're passing by, you can probably hear there is uh, what sounds like uh, a pipe um, playing with drums. And as they are passing, the girls are twirling around, doing uh, a kind of traditional dance, holding in their hands uh, castanets, the two pieces of wood that uh, clap together to make that noise that you can hear. And then following uh, along in the distance and just looking down the street, uh, which is the uh, Segovia Viaduct. It's got a famous bridge uh, in the centre of Madrid, which comes from the Royal Palace up to El Jardín de las Vistillas, where I am now. And in the distance, I can see these huge, tall figures. Very strange looking. And they probably, I don't know, measure something along the lines of maybe 10 to 12 feet. And inside each figure, uh, is a person dancing around and uh, the figures have like a sort of plastic face with very big heads uh, again dressed in sort of a version of the traditional uh, outfits I was just describing to you and one of them is San Isidro himself and his wife it's quite bizarre because these huge figures tower above everybody else and well they do have a name actually they are called gigantes and cabezudos which means giants and big heads because yeah, the heads are completely out of proportion with the rest of the body so they're dancing along as well and they are approaching in the distance so to where i am so San Isidro, who is he? What is it all about? It takes place every year in the week running up to the 15th of May. And, uh, well, San Isidro is the patron saint of Madrid. And he's also the patron saint of farmers. Now, the story is he came from a very poor farming background. Um, his full name is San Isidro el labrado 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 is sort of like laborer so he's like a worker but in this context he used to work the fields and we are going back now to 1070 and it is said that he died on may the 15th so this is like the feast celebrating his life he came from a very poor background but his parents were very devout uh, catholics and um, he spent his life apparently as a hired hand, as a sort of farmhand, helping a wealthy uh, Madrilenian landowner called Juan de Vargas. And he helped him working on a farm just, just quite near the outside of the city. It's reported that he was a very tall man, six foot five, apparently. So I think that might be where the tradition of these very tall figures come from. 
as a, as a kind of uh, a nod to him being very tall. And the story goes that he performed a number of miracles. One morning, apparently, before going to work, Isidro, or Isidor, if you want the English translation of his name, but Isidro would usually go to Mass in one of the churches in Madrid. And apparently one day, um, his fellow farm workers complained to the boss that Isidro was always late for work in the morning. And so the boss did some investigations and found that uh, Isidro was uh, busy praying in a church while an angel was apparently miraculously ploughing the fields for him. And then on another occasion, his master, his boss, also, see, also saw an angel ploughing the fields each side of him when he was in the field. So he had the help of angels in his day-to-day work on the farm. Isidro was uh, married to uh, Maria Torribia, known as Santa Maria de la Cabeza. And, uh, well, they had one son together. And another miracle that uh, was uh, said to have happened was on one occasion their son fell down a very deep well. And they both prayed and prayed and prayed. And the water of the well was said to have suddenly and miraculously risen to ground level, bringing their child with it, so uh, saving the child from drowning. He then later died, the child, during his youth. And Isidore died on May the 15th in 1130. There is a chapel built inside the Casa de San Isidro, which is in the centre of Madrid. So anyway, uh, there's a bit of the background to it. Most Spanish ferries have uh, religious connotations uh, connected to them as part of the Catholic tradition. But what can you expect to do and see at uh, San Isidro? Uh, absolutely lots going on around the city during the week. Uh, this year, uh, the feria started on the 11th of May and, as I say, culminates in big celebrations on the 15th of May. Uh, there are various locations around the city where different concerts and events take place. Well, I'm going to leave this procession behind now. I'm going to take us up to Plaza de Isabel, which is right next to Madrid's Opera House, because um, I've heard there is some dancing going on there. So as I walked up from uh, where I was about 15 minutes ago near the Almudena Cathedral with the first procession, I stumbled across another procession, uh, this time much larger, much more serious, uh, seemed to have uh, carry a lot more religious weight behind it. The procession uh, was carrying the religious effigies of San Isidro and his wife, Santa Maria de la Cabeza, led by, as I understand, Madrid's municipal police band. So all of the loud drumming that you just heard, that was them. So yeah, much more formal, with members of the procession carrying gold and silver staffs, uh, wearing religious dress, and of course also followed by crowds of people dressed in the chulapa or chulapo style, uh, the traditional dress. So these figures of San Isidro and his wife, um, really effigies made, uh, well, very ornate, made from gold and silver, 
and uh, carried on a float decorated with roses, uh, red and white roses. So really beautiful, very impressive. I wasn't expecting expecting to see it, but uh, uh, as luck would have it, uh, as I was walking up the street towards the centre, towards the opera house, and the streets were absolutely packed. So now I'm in the uh, somewhat uh, quieter uh, Plaza de Isabel II, which is right next to uh, Madrid's Opera House. And I'm here because I wanted to see some chotis, uh, which is a very traditional dance. Um, at the moment, I can see around eight couples in the middle of the square. Quite old, I don't know, around 60, 70, maybe a bit older. Dancing a very sort of slow, uh, well, not a waltz, I think it might be described as a polka, dancing with a sort of twisting movement, both couples, each couple turning to the left and then both turning to the right. And uh, it's really a folk dance or a country dance that's said to originate, uh, curiously, uh, from Scotland. Um, I think Scotland via Bohemia in Central, uh, Central Europe. And Chotties is, uh, I didn't realise this, but a corruption of Scottish. Chotties Scottish. Apparently, it was danced for the very first time uh, in Madrid at a party organised by the lady herself, Isabel II, way back in 1850 and was really very fashionable at that time and had since then become uh, a, a traditional dance of Madrid. Now, there are many, many places around Madrid during San Isidro Feria where you can see, uh, as I said, concerts, live music, uh, there are food stalls. I don't have time to go and visit all of them in this podcast. What I wanted to do is give you a flavour uh, for anyone who's coming, think, coming or thinking of coming to San Isidro in the future, a flavour of the most famous or the most important places to see. There are also concerts, dancing, uh, music in many other places around the city, Plaza Mayor being one, the Retiro Park with live uh, orchestras and fireworks, also around the Dibod Temple, very close to Gran Via and also in some of the neighbourhoods around the outside of Madrid as well. But where I'm going to go now, I'm going to jump on the metro as it's a little bit out of the centre, um, but really probably the most famous location to celebrate San Isidro, and it's called the Pradera de San Isidro, which is a large park or meadow, as Pradera means meadow. It's quite hilly, and it's to the southwest of Madrid, just across the other side of the Manzanares River from the centre. Um, if you're thinking of going there, the nearest metro stops are Marques de Badillo and Metro Urgel. Um, the park itself is, is very pretty, very large, but the neighbourhoods uh, next to it are probably not the kind of places you would ordinarily visit. So they're nothing special. Ordinary, uh, fairly working class neighbourhoods. Nonetheless, all of the streets of these neighbourhoods around Pradrera de San Isidro, the San Isidro Park, packed with people. Again, all of the bars have opened out, spilling onto the streets. There are lots of people sitting around, dancing, uh, listening to music, etc. But anyways, I'm going to hop on the metro and we'll see what's going on. I'm now in uh, San Isidro Park and it's absolutely huge. 
lots and lots of people. This for me is more like a tra has the atmosphere of a, a, a traditional Spanish feria um, because we've got lots and lots of stalls, tents set up all along the length of the main part of the park. And they are selling food, uh, there are barbecues, I can see some absolutely delicious, smells heavenly, uh, the smell of charcoal and uh, grilled meat, there's pork, chorizo, lots of other delicious meats, and also uh, still selling rosquillas, and I've just overheard a woman uh, explaining to someone who's obviously never been to the feria before what a rosquilla is. You will find them being sold all over the city in bakeries uh, around uh, San Isidro. And they are like little donuts, um, drier than a normal donut, I would say. They're quite uh, crumbly. Um, I'm not a huge fan of them, to be honest, because they're just too dry for me. And um, you bite into them and they just sort of crumble into dust um, for me. Uh, I would personally need a cup of coffee or tea to drink with them. Um, but there are lots of varieties. They're incredibly... This is the traditional thing to eat uh, during San Isidro, Rosquillas. And there are a couple of different varieties with curious names. So you've got... So I'm just looking now at a stall uh, here that's got them all laid out. You've got uh, Tontas and Listas and Santa Claras. You've got lemon and numerous other flavors. Now, the most traditional varieties to eat, uh, I'm told, are tontas and listas. Now, tontas means stupids or sillies, and listas means clevers or intelligence. Uh, tontas are, are the plain ones. So tontas are stupid because they don't have any sugar or glazing or anything on them. And listas, the clever ones, have a sugary uh, glaze on them. And uh, the Santa Clara are covered in meringue, Clara meaning uh, egg white. And then, as I said, there are lots and lots of other flavors as well. So incredibly traditional. Uh, you can get about five for a couple of euros. Uh, worth trying if you've never tried them before. As I say, I'm not a huge fan. Um, and I'm also uh, walking further along all of these tents. There are food, there are cocktails, there's beer, there's wine, there are... There is ham, cheese, lots of traditional produce on sale um, here. And I'm going to go off uh, and buy myself a gorra de chulapo and a, a clavel, which is the grey flat cat, which I mentioned before, which is traditional. And the clavel is the red uh, carnation, although most of the ones I, I can see here are actually uh, fake made of material. Um, well, why not? I'm going to go and buy myself one, dress up, as they say, when in Rome, or in this case, when in Spain. Just uh, a few other things about what you can expect to see at the Pradera de San Isidro. Uh, really, this is the main focus of the festivities. Huge, big stages set up for live music. There are concerts, as I say, pop music, rock music, uh, contemporary electronic music, traditional uh, traditional folk music, more dancing, uh, that kind of thing. Um, so it's a great place to come. It's open all day, uh, every day during the San Isidro week. But this is probably the main place to come on the last day, on the 15th of May, to celebrate. Uh, it's a nice, relaxed atmosphere. You can bring a picnic, you can lay on the grass under the trees, 
watch the world go by and take in the music that's on offer as well. So there we go. There's uh, an introduction to uh, San Isidro. Maybe by the time you listen to this, uh, it would have already happened, but I hope that it gives you uh, an interesting insight and flavour of something that's incredibly castizo. I'm, I don't know if you've heard this word before. I mentioned it in, a, in my last podcast. Castizo, very, very traditional in Madrid. Uh, very traditional from this area of Spain, central Spain. Um, and it's on every year. happens every single year around the same time. Uh, it's usually the week before the 15th of May. So if you're ever in Madrid around that time of year, do make the effort to come and uh, explore uh, the feria. Uh, to be honest with you, it's not my favourite feria. For me, it's sort of very low-key compared to other ferias around Spain, particularly those I mentioned earlier in the podcast uh, down in Andalusia. So, yeah, for uh, considering, you know, Madrid is the capital city, um, I would say it has a more of a low-key feel about it and uh, it's, it's more spread out around the city, whereas other ferias seem to have one particular focus uh, where all the activities and festivities uh, take place, um, which is not really the case in Madrid. But, um, yeah, if you're in Madrid uh, around this time, I would uh, definitely make the effort to go and explore and find out what it's all about. And if you want any more information about San Isidro, please feel free to uh, head over to my website, which accompanies this podcast series, wheninspain.org, where there are lots of photos and videos uh, that I've taken uh, during the last few days of the feria. And a bit more information uh, as well, a bit more background to San Isidro. Um, also, if you are looking for information about next year's feria, or indeed in any future years, um, head across also to esmadrid.com, esmadrid.com, uh, which is the Madrid tourist uh, information website, uh, which always carries plenty of information um, about any uh, big events in Madrid. So thanks for listening and adios until the next time.